Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so sorry that we have been so MIA for the past couple of weeks or months. <laughs> I did go to Europe and like Charlie did traveling too, but anyway, we should have been back earlier and that is on us, but things have been a little bit hectic and we've been trying to work out a few things, but it's just Abby today, which is if you can't tell our voices apart already. It's just me today. I am going to be giving you a big debrief on Europe. I have, I know everyone's been uh, like asking about like the trip and everything and I know we said we would do it and we kind of just left you high and dry and I'm so sorry about that. And our DMs have been so nice of like when the podcast is coming back and like even like I swear to God, if I ever meet anyone out, it is only ever about the podcast and it just like makes my heart warm so I feel really bad (laughs) and I kept saying it to Charlie I was like I feel really bad go tell her that you do miss her and you want her back on the podcast but I do have a few exciting things before we get into the whole Europe trip next Saturday is a great day for me and a great day for you guys as well because Charlie is landing in Sydney and I am so excited. She is coming back at least for a couple months um, until after her wedding. So her wedding's coming up very soon. And so she's coming back, just her and Bambi for a couple of months while Josh finishes his season over there. Um, So she's going to be, we're going to be in person doing the podcast next week. So I'm gonna. This is, I'm recording this on a Friday. Um, I know it usually comes out on a Friday, but I'm gonna quickly edit it and get it up for you guys. Might come out Saturday or a Monday, but probably on Saturday. So sorry about that. But it's the only time I could do it because it's over at my mum's house, all the equipment. So it's the only time I could come over. I'm going to get my skin cancer three month checkup here. So I was like, let's kill two birds with one stone. Anyway, back to Charlie. She's coming back on Saturday. I'm so, so, so excited. So she's back for a couple of months. Um, I'll let her touch on like what's happening with her life when she's back on an episode next week. She'll give you all the updates, but we have her hens soon as well and and the wedding and then it's my birthday and then it's just it's very exciting end of the year. Like we had a bit of a lull coming back from Europe. (laughs) It was a little bit like doom and gloom for a little bit there as it would be like coming back from Europe which I'll get into but Europe was fucking incredible like I literally had the best time ever I want to go it just like has made me want to travel so much more but anyway enough about me well enough about that um very very excited that Charlie's coming back like it's honestly just like made my whole when she told me, like, I was like, you're actually kidding. Because she wasn't supposed to come back until the end of October, like, just, like, before her hens and stuff. Like, that's – but she's coming back earlier and I'm so excited. Anyway, Charlie can tell you all about that when she's back. Charlie and I may be doing something spontaneous in October. I mean, if we don't, then you probably won't hear about it. But, like, we might be. We might do something a little bit wild. But, anyway – I'm just going to ramble because it's just me and like you're going to be sick of hearing my voice by the end of it but we're just like I'm just dumping everything on you from the past couple of months so get prepared. I hope you guys are well. I hope everyone if you did go to Europe I hope your Europe summer was amazing if you're still over there. I'm very extremely jealous Um, but if you didn't go 
good news is it's over now and you probably saved a whole heap of money and you probably don't feel sad about life right now because you're back in Sydney but or wherever you live. Anyway, hi guys. Sorry, that was such a chaotic introduction but we're back. Now, I got back from Europe. It is the 1st of September today. I got back from Europe on the 20 on the 30th of July. So I've been back for a month. It's about time I tell you what happened on the Europe trip. So I apologize for that. Now, let's start from the beginning. I got a flight. Shocker, horror. I got a flight from Sydney to we were going straight to Mykonos. So it was Sydney to Singapore. And the flight wasn't actually, like, the flights weren't that bad. So Sydney to Singapore, except we had a 10-hour layover in Singapore, which was overnight, and we didn't book it anywhere. <laughs> so it, I was about to say it wasn't that bad. We slept on Singapore airport floors for, like, four hours. Like, that's – like, it, it, it was only up from there. Like, it was, it was a bit of a low – and you just got to lean into it. Like, you're traveling, like, you just got to lean into it. Anyway, that was fine. And we flew from Singapore to Athens and then Athens straight to Mykonos. So, like, a 40-minute flight. Coming into Mykonos, like, seeing, like, the the island, like, oh, I was euphoric. Like, I was, like, as if I'm here. And then the first night in Mykonos, I, like, we went down for sunset, like, dropped our stuff off and everything, went down for sunset and it was the most insane thing ever. Like I felt like I was in a movie. Like I felt like I was in Mamma Mia. To be fair, I've never seen Mamma Mia, but I know it's in Greece. I know, don't come for me for that. I need to watch it. But like you can see all my highlights, by the way. I also have all highlights on Instagram and I have YouTube videos. If you haven't watched them for all of the places I went to in Europe, like you will not miss a beat. But the first night in Mykonos, I saw M, which if you guys know, M's been on the podcast before. She's like my best friend, apart from Charlie as well. Um, I have a lot of other best friends too, <laughs> sorry guys. But like M's like a sister to me. And she moved over to the UK with her partner at when Charlie did, just before Charlie did. Remember, they both left me at the same time. Very rude of them. Anyway, I hadn't seen M since she left. And it's funny, we I knew we were going to be in Mykonos together. But I wasn't supposed to see her till like the next day. Like I haven't organised anything. I just flew in. She'd been there for a couple of days. Like she had been travelling before. Anyway, I have her location and I saw her location was in Mykonos. I mean, in Old Town, which is where we had just gone into to get dinner. And she was so close to me, like literally 100 metres away. And I was like, I'm going to surprise her. And I fucking lost the vlog footage. I don't know what I did with it, but the girls vlogged it on my camera for me. And I don't know what I did with it, but I must have deleted it. I'm literally an idiot. But one of the girls filmed it on her camera and it's on my highlights, I'm pretty sure. And it's on my TikTok. And I just like come up behind her and um, she just like turns around and oh my God, it was so, oh, it makes my heart melt. Like I miss her so much again, but that was like the best day of my whole life. Like coming into Mykonos, seeing my best friend, like, oh, and it was just, and then we got the best table in Old Town, like right on the water. He just like let us go in. We didn't have a booking or anything. It was just like insane. Anyway, so happy. Mykonos as a whole, so much fun. Like everyone was so nice, so many Aussies. Like it was such a nice introduction to Europe and I honestly loved it. 
it's a great like all-round island like you can party you can do shopping you can relax like you can do it all and I just think it was like and they have the best food the best restaurants like everything it is expensive compared to other greek islands which everyone says but like you you pay what you get it doesn't help that the australian dollar is so fucking shit (laughs) like you it's pretty much double almost double um everything but that's fine uh one thing i will say is if you're going to europe do it properly don't skimp out on things like i mean if you can like obviously but like save money when you where you can but like have the experience like do it once and do it well that's what us girls kept saying we're like just do it like we're all on the same page where it was like we just like we're just gonna do it all like we want to go to the nice dinners we want to experience like that was our priority like we love experiencing new foods new restaurants like getting dressed up doing all that wasn't much of like a party trip like we're not much parties don't worry we had some wild nights but like wasn't like partying every night kind of vibe but yeah, anyway, Mykonos was beautiful. So, so beautiful. So many nice beach clubs. There's so much to do there. Like you could spend ages there. My recommendation would be to stay in Old Town. And we stayed in Ornos, which is like, it's not that far from Old Town. And the bus system in Mykonos is actually really good. Like they just kind of go to and from each town. And it's like, and you just jump on and it's like one euro, one dollar eighty, one eighty euros or something like that. And they're actually really good. So we pretty much got the buses everywhere. Like it went from our apartment straight into Old Town. But I would stay in Old Town next time just because like this, like you can do shopping there. There's, it's kind of like the main center and then you can go everywhere from there. But yeah, we, we also, Ornos Beach, like so beautiful, um, no complaints. And what was my, okay, uh, we did go to Scorpio's controversial opinion but it wasn't my favorite like it it is beautiful and I definitely recommend doing it if you want like just to say you've done it and I would suggest going on a night where it's like a vibe I think Sundays and Thursdays for memory is like when Scorpios goes off but it is a very late thing everywhere in Europe is late like everywhere in Europe is late so we got there at like five not gonna lie like the staff and everything were like the service was just kind of like a bit like that I don't know they were a little bit rude compared to everywhere else in Greece that we went like it was just a little bit like eh but anyway it was still so much fun like it was it was nice um it was beautiful the food was like really nice but it just wasn't my favorite but like definitely do it if you're going to Mykonos like you have to my highlight I would say is of the trip I'm gonna do like a highlight of each part that I went to um each country or like city that I went to just to for some recommendations highlight was Plat. I'm gonna butcher this Platus Gialis Beach I think we will we went there twice we went I think the second day we got there with like M, Geordie all the girls like all the girls I was with Mim like we had heaps of girls there and we got a a beach cabana it was like next to Branco. Branco is like a very well-known beach club and it's quite expensive, but there's like one next to it. There's a few like next to it that are like half the price and it's like same vibe. Like you get food delivered to you. Anyway, it was like 30 euros, no, 80 euros for the cabana and four of us fit on it. And that's like between us. And we just got food and drink delivered to our bed. It was amazing. Like Honestly, that was like a great introduction to the trip. 
And then we also went back on another day and just went to the beach, like around the side. And it was just so beautiful. Like, it's just so beautiful down there. And they have an oak berry there too. So, girls, if you love your acai. Um, and then my other highlight of Mykonos was Namos Village. Now, this is where all the designer villi- uh, like shopping is and all the shops are. Like, it's insane. It's so cool. And, like, there's only one way down and you have to get, like, a... You can drive down, but then you have to get a valet to, like, park your car and stuff. So, like, we just got... Oh, one tip I will say about Mykonos is download the app iMove. So, they don't really have Ubers. They do, but they're really expensive. If you're not getting the bus and you need to get, like, an actual transfer, get iMove. so much cheaper. And it's, like, it works like Uber. But, yeah, definitely get onto that. Okay, I'm going to move on to Milos because I want to get through all of it. And there's... there's a lot to discuss. So Milos, I got so seasick on the ferry from Mykonos to Milos. Like, oh, I actually can't even think about it. Like, it makes me sick thinking about it. But like, I, you know, I was just like sitting there, like, just like breathing. I was like, I've just got to survive. Like, I was in survival mode. I couldn't look at anyone. I could not move a muscle because I would have vomited everywhere. Not to scare you guys, but like that was because it was like a little ferry and it was only from Mykonos to Milos. The one from Milos to Athens, it was huge and I was fine. So like, I don't know like what the go is there, but like I got seasick travel, I got travel sickness tablets after that, which was like, okay. But yeah, if you get seasick, just be wary of that. Anyway, I got to, we got to Milos at like 10 p.m. or 9 p.m. It was so beautiful. I loved Milos. That was like one of my favourite places we visited. It was like very different to Mykonos, but I'm glad we did both. And in that order, like I'm glad we did Mykonos was a bit more like vibey, a bit more party vibes. And then like we're ready for like a chill in Milos. And Milos is just so authentically Greek, I find, compared to Mykonos. Like Mykonos Mykonos is quite westernised. But it was so beautiful. Like as soon as I got there, I just felt like calm and like peaceful. Our our Airbnb was amazing. We stayed in Adamas. I think that's how you pronounce it. It's like the the town, the main town. It's like where the port is, where you get off the ferry. We could walk down to the town, get food. All the restaurants along the water, along the port water are so beautiful. Oh, also, Milos is like half the price of Mykonos. Like it's so much cheaper. And the food was so good, so like fresh. Like I just love fresh like fish, like salads, like all that kind of stuff. And like obviously like Euros, Slovaki, all uh, Suvlaki. I said that wrong, but you know. Anyway, my highlight of Milos was definitely going to Sarakaniko Beach on the quads. That's like the moon beach that everyone goes to. We got like quad bikes for the day and went down there for the day. It was so beautiful. The girls jumped off the thing. I did not, but <laughs> it was just like so like it's like bucket list moment. And then like my favorite restaurant was Nostos Seafood, which is like right on the water in Milos, and that's like a bit more of like a well-known restaurant. Um, but there's ones next to it too that are like probably half the price and like so beautiful too. But like that the food there was incredible. The service was amazing. I can't fault Milos. Like everything was so n- beautiful. Everyone was so nice. The town, I felt safe in the town. 
the guy that had out that owned our Airbnb was so beautiful. Like I, it was just so lovely. I can't fault Milos. Like you need to, if you're going to Greece, you need to go to Milos. But yeah, they're the only two Greek islands we went to. I wish we went to Paros because apparently Paros is beautiful too. Moving on to Italy. Now, Italy, we was there for six six days or six nights. And we stayed in the one place, which was in Maori, which is like the town over from Amalfi. And our Airbnb was insane. Like, I'm sure you guys, if you follow me on Instagram or watch my YouTube or anything like that, we had the most insane view. Like, our Airbnb was so beautiful. We had a big balcony that looked over the water and it was just so, like, Italian. Like, I loved it. It's like a mezzanine thing. And then we had, like, a hot tub on a rooftop, like, terrace. It was just, like beautiful it was like a little bit out of Maori like we had to walk along the windy road to get down into town which was a little bit sketchy (laughs) um but it was my favorite Airbnb but like location wise could have been a bit better so I didn't love Amalfi like it was so like it was like a postcard like getting to Italy was like a postcard it was so beautiful but like we had such a big travel day we went from I don't know why we thought we could go from Milos all the way to Amalfi Coast in one day, but we did. We went from, no, ferry from Athens to Milos. I mean, Milos to Athens. Sorry, I'm all over the place. And then Athens, we got an hour taxi ride to (laughs) the airport in Athens. So from the port to the airport. And the guy floored it for us because we were going to miss our flight. We got to Athens airport and then we had to go to the like international side of the airport which was underground we had sprinting through the airport like sweating it's like 33 degrees in Athens like sweating running through the airport with all of our luggage about to miss our flight they're like saying to us like we get to the that side of the airport they're like Rome Rome like Abby like saying our names over the speaker we're like yes 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 we're here we get on whole flight's looking at us like fuck you I was like fair enough like (laughs) but (laughs) we made it and then we got we flew from Athens to Rome which usually you'd fly to Naples if you go in the Amalfi coast but because we were getting there so late at night we would have had to stop over in Rome anyway there was no direct flight so we got off at Rome and booked a car service to take us from Rome to our accommodation in Amalfi just because it was a lot safer that way it was a five-hour car trip mind you it was really nice though like it was like a luxe one we had um my friend Chloe who does uh, is I think it's planner travel by Chloe or planner by Chloe she's like a does like freelance travel travel agent and she's so good she booked that part of the trip for us and like the transfers and everything which we couldn't have done without her so if you are looking for someone like that definitely hit her up it was like a postcard like waking up in Italy was like literally a postcard it's so beautiful like it's exactly what you think it's like but I, I, as a whole I didn't love Amalfi that much it, just because it was so chaotic and it was so like so many tourists which is like obviously that's what you sign up for when you're going there in Euro summer but I just found it so different to Greece like Greece I feel like they loved us like because they loved the tourists like you keep your business alive there in Italy I feel like they just didn't which is fair enough but like you make an effort everywhere you go to like speak their language and like say that like you know at least greet them in their language and like learn a few words and like compared to Greece I didn't really this is my like my one thing about Italy I didn't really feel safe um that was the one place I kind of felt a little bit homesick yeah you just had to be wary about yourself I didn't feel that safe in Italy but it was so beautiful 
Um, we went to Capri for a day trip, got the ferry over from Amalfi and it was so beautiful and the shopping was insane. Like you go up on the, th- on the um, little travelator things and go to the shops up there and like we spent the day there and we went to a most beautiful lunch at La Camarelle in Capri and it was just like so nice but mind you we went on a 35 degree day and it was boiling hot getting the ferry over there in the morning and then back like there's no air con on the ferry and I get seasick as it is so anyway I had a bit of a health scare on that day and I and it did rock me a little bit this is just like the the other side of traveling which I do want to speak about because obviously this stuff happens and you have to be really aware and like as much as I literally had the best trip ever there were some things that were like you know a little bit scary so I was in Capri and it was like obviously partly my own fault we were walking around all day it was 35 degrees and in Europe you'll find that you have to buy water everywhere you can't really have the tap water or like it's just not freely available to you so you have to just keep buying water which sometimes you don't think about obviously dehydrated and then something happened when coming back down from Capri I lost like my ticket to get back down and like they weren't gonna let me come back down with all the girls like the girls had already gone back through and I was like panicking and they were like just kind of yelling at me in Italian and like I didn't really know what to do like I was like freaking out a little bit and I spoke about this in my YouTube video if you want to go watch that but I was like I'm gonna have I'm gonna miss this thing I'm gonna have to walk because you can walk back down to like the port but it's so far and anyway I was like freaking out she was yelling at me this was like crowded I just lined up for like half an hour to get onto this like little travelator that's down there it's like so cramped like there's just so many people that was another thing it was just so like I get claustrophobic as well it was just like so overstimulating and then this lovely lady had a spare ticket and gave it to me and like literally saved my whole life but and I just like thanked her so much and then we got down to the port and after that I just kind of was like had a bit of a panic attack like or yeah like a panic attack and an anxiety attack I called my sister it was like 3 a.m in Sydney it was just really overwhelming and then we got onto the ferry and the ferry was like sweltering hot and I just like I couldn't breathe so Sam took me to the bathroom and we were sticking our heads out the ferry like window like trying to get air and it was like like we were laughing as well but also I was dying like I felt like I was going to pass out at any second I was drinking water like and then I sat at the back of the ferry like out in the fresh air and that helped but as soon as I got off the ferry I pretty much like collapsed I could not I could not walk I could not get up I started crying because I was like I felt so un unsteady and so like at any moment I could just like faint and I have like um I've never like spoken about on the podcast before but I have had multiple seizures in my life and it's something that I haven't had for a while but I have had quite a few and it's when I get really dehydrated run down haven't eaten properly or like you know like really just haven't looked after myself properly that's when it will happen and so that was in the back of my mind and I was freaking out and and I finally like a couple hours later made it up to our place and then that just kind of rocked me a little bit and then we had like a couple of days left and I just like kept it really low-key the girls did a day trip the next day to Positano and I just couldn't go like I, I was just like I need to just stay in our Airbnb and chill because like that 
kind of rocked me, which I am sad that I missed out on. But like we did see Positano on the way to Capri, like we stopped in. So if I was to do it again, I'd stay in Sorrento and where it's much more chill and go from there to the other places. But in saying that, I don't think I'll be rushing back to the Amalfi Coast anytime soon. I think I'd want to go to like Lake Como and like Puglia or like somewhere a bit more up north and less touristy. But in saying that, Italy was like just so beautiful. And my highlight was definitely La Camarelle, the lunch in Capri. And we made dinner and drinks in our balcony on the first night. And it was just so like, we made like this like Italian, we like made Italian sandwiches, made some Aperols, like just in like our robes. And it was just like the best, like a core memory. It was like the nicest night. And that's like, sometimes you don't need to spend all the money and like go to nice restaurants and stuff. As much as we did do that, we also had nights in and that was just like, just as good. Moving on to the south of France. Okay, the south of France, favourite place in the whole world. I loved it. We stayed in Nice for a week, right in the promenade, right in the middle of Nice, like best location, nicest place. And we hired a car, which I would highly recommend. And we went so we could go to all the places along the French Riviera, like Monaco, Antibes, Cannes, Saint-Tropez, like all of that. And it was just like the, oh, I loved Nice. Uh, It reminded me of like Bondi. Like it was really, I could see myself living there. Like it it was really livable. And it's kind of exactly what I needed after Italy, to be honest. Like I hate to say, but I needed some like westernization. Like I needed a little bit of home. I needed to feel a little bit of home. And I felt that in Nice, they had Oakberry, they had Starbucks. I was like, that sounds so bad. But like, I was like, we're on here (laughs) like I needed that and it just made me feel like okay like I'm revived we went to Monaco and for a day trip and it was insane the wealth there is actually phenomenal like wow it is like there's some wealthy people in this world but it was so cool to see and we had a look around the shops it was so hot on this day too like we did not learn our lesson it was so I was like just sweating so it was kind of a little bit uncomfortable but at the end we went down to Monaco Beach to Neptune Beach Club and like had some drinks and had some food and just to end the day and that was just like perfect I don't think I could stay in Monaco for too long like I could do like a couple days there but like there's not much it's tiny like and the fact that it's like a country like it's like not in France but it's like kind of in French you know what it gives it gives like the ACT in, in New South Wales. Like, because the ACT isn't in... It's in New South Wales, but it's not a part of New South Wales. That's what the vibe I got. <laughs> That's a really bad analogy. But if you know... If you're from Australia, you know what I mean. Okay, I did love Nice, but one thing one thing did happen. And I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this, but I think it's really important if you are travelling, and especially around there, because I have heard it happen quite a bit. Uh, we were having some drinks one night at our place um having some like drinks with some Australian friends that we um Australian boys we met in Italy and then some other Australian friends that I have known from back home and they were in Nice and they actually didn't get let into their Airbnb the Airbnb wasn't they flew in that day and their Airbnb wasn't like answering so they called he I got a call from one of them and he was like can we stay at your place like our Airbnb is there so we're like of course like but we're having some drinks like you got to come out with us and so they came out with us 
pool they came over we had some drinks like we we're just having the best night like it was honestly so much fun like this is what I mean we had like cheap champagne like we we're just having some drinks a platter you know and then we went out to a bar in Nice it was like a kilometer away from our place and we all walked there so I was pretty sober by the time I got there and but like you got in there and it's like crammed like packed to the nines but like everyone's there it was like the place to go in Nice and me and Lana and the boys that we were with were at the front of this like DJ thing and we we're just like dancing having fun and I had a drink in my hand I had one vodka lime soda while I was there and I kept putting it down on like the DJ front thing while I was dancing because I didn't want to spill it and like had about like four sips of it like I wasn't much and there was a dude that was hanging around quite a bit and just being a bit weird and like wouldn't leave me alone really and the boys that were with like pretending you know to be my boyfriend or my brother just to kind of try and get him away like it was just being a bit sus anyway half an hour later I found myself like walk out the front um and sit down on a chair just like outside of like the mosh area and I was just texting the girls and I was like can someone come find me I don't feel like I don't I don't remember texting them but I looked at our messages the next day and it's like pretty it's pretty scary because like I was like please 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 someone come find me and that's all I remember and then from what the boys said um the Aussie boys that I was with they found me outside of the club um with some Australian girls which I I vaguely remember saying that they knew of me or knew me or I don't know if it was through the podcast but if you are listening to this like I have been trying to find you and I cannot thank you enough like they looked after me I was like on the street like I was not in a good way and I had clearly been spiked because I was dead sober I went from zero to a hundred in a matter of like half an hour and I was like literally lying on the ground outside this club like I was not okay and these girls were like helping Australian girls two Australian girls helping me like oh I honestly cannot thank them enough and then the boys came out and was like oh like thank god she's here like um had to pick me up like literally carry me like I was like a rag doll and yeah this is like pretty heavy but like I was okay this is why I'm telling the story because like I was okay and I'm so lucky that the boys were with us because they picked me up these French ladies stopped and like dro- drove us back to my Airbnb. They wanted to take me to hospital, but the boys were like, no, she'll be okay. Like we'll look after her. And there was like t- these two French mums that stopped and just saw how like saw them carrying me, which was so nice. Like oh, I can't thank all these people enough, and because it could have been so different. And it and it is scary because I've heard after that I did hear that it is quite common in Nice. Um, so just to be wary of that. Anyway, the boys. Like, they weren't even supposed to be there that night. They they got locked out of their Airbnb. So, it's just like, someone's looking over me. Anyway, they carried me into our Airbnb. I'm out the front, like, I was pretty sick. I just started vomiting everywhere, which is probably what's, like, was so good for me. Like, I was just, like, kind of projectile vomiting everywhere, which is so TMI. But, like, it was good. It probably got whatever it was out of my system. And then they just, like, put me to bed. And I woke up the next morning, like, I would have passed out. Like, I was so confused. I was like, what happened? And after that, I was like, what? So that kind of rocked me a little bit too. But like it made me, if anything, it made me to be more switched on and all of us to be like way more switched on. And, you know, because the girls were trying to find me. They, I didn't have my phone. Like the 
I don't know what I did with my phone, but the boys ended up having it and they were texting the girls being like, we found her, she's okay, blah, blah, blah. And then the girls came back. But anyway, that was fun. But like, that's just like, I'm fine. I was so fine the next day. Like I'm completely fine, but it's just like, you've got to be careful with your drinks. The next day, the girls went to Saint-Tropez and I was obviously really still not great. Like I was not feeling well. I was... And Saint-Tropez is the one place I was so excited to go to. Like, I was so, so excited. And anyway, I was like, no, I need to, like, kind of put my health and that first. And so I decided not to go. I also had a lot of work to do for LA and stuff. So I was like, I just want to get that done. Like, I just... Which sucks. But anyway, the girls went down there. They took my vlog down there. If you saw the South of France vlog, they took it down there to capture it all for you. They said it was the most amazing, fun day ever. So I'm very devil that I missed out on that. But I could go back to the South of France and just do the South of France for like a month. Like there's so many places you can go and like actually stay and spend time in. And I'm just like, I really, really loved the South of France. Apart from like what happened that night, I felt really safe there. Everyone was really nice. It is a bit more conservative. Like, you're not allowed to walk around in, like, your bikinis and stuff like you are in Greece. And, like, same with Italy. But I just loved it. Like, the shopping there, the restaurants, the food, everything was really, really, really good. So we went to Antibes and Villa French Sumer on the last night. It was so beautiful. Like, it was like a little French town. It's just up. It's just the town over from Nice and it's so beautiful. Like, I don't know why we didn't go there earlier. We went there on the last night, had the most amazing food. Like, the town is just so French. Like, I really, really recommend that. But um, my whole heart, but I had, like, I loved everything in South of France. Like, everything was a highlight besides what I just mentioned. <laughs> okay, moving on to Ibiza or Ibiza, however you like to say. I was saying Ibiza and then everyone started saying Ibiza. So, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but anyway. Huge love-hate relationship there. Look, it wasn't my favourite place, but we had I did have so much fun. I was only there for three days. We literally flew in at 11pm at night. We were going to see Fisher that night at High in Ibiza, which is one of like the super clubs. And he wasn't on until 3am. Straight off the plane, had a coffee, straight to our hotel and just started having some drinks and then went to Fisher at like 1am like went to the club at 1am he came on at 3 had so much fun like me and Sam were at the front till 7am like gave it a red hot crack walking home at 7am with the sun coming up was like an experience for me like in Ibiza and this part of Ibiza is pretty scat I'm not gonna lie like I felt like it's pretty like sketchy I don't know if sketchy is the word but it's not the beautiful beach part of Ibiza that you see that's on the other side and if I was to ever go back to Ibiza I would go to that side go to Formentera the island like the beautiful beaches and the day clubs over there but like we were only there for three days and like we were just gonna do it properly like get in get out it spits you it spits you right out Ibiza anyway walking back at 7am was like <laughs> it was pretty humbling I felt and then we got back to our hotel and like the hotel we were staying in felt like I was at schoolies to be honest like not gonna lie like it was like a party hotel so like people were down by the pool like drinking all day and like that day the next day I 
I was not in a good way. I called my mom crying because I like just felt homesick. I was like, this is not me. Like if you guys, I feel like you guys know me. Like I feel like you know me, you know my kind of vibe. I'm not a huge partier, but oh, I was feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, I'm not going out again. Like there's no way I'm going out again. But we had a night in between that night. We went to Nobu at the Ibiza, Nobu Ibiza Hotel. And it was so beautiful. I was like, this is more me. <laughs> this is me. And the food was incredible. Like, I would love to stay there. would never be able to afford it. But, like, it's beautiful. And so that kind of, like, revived me a little bit. And then the next night, our last night, we had our, our guy friends from Bondi who live around the corner from us. They're, like, our guy friendship group in Bondi. They were in Barcelona. And they were like, fuck it, we're going to come to Ibiza for the night and come. we're all going to Calvin Harris. So they flew over to Ibiza, came and stayed in our hotel, like literally came with like a backpack, left all their stuff in Barcelona, came for the night. We all went to Calvin Harris together. That was so much fun. At Ishwaya, like it's huge. And it was such a – Calvin Harris came on at like 9, so it wasn't as like late as like Fisher – but it was such a core cool memory. Like, it was so cool with all, like, the boys really lifted our spirits. And I really, like, that was, like, my highlight of Ibiza along with Nobu. <laughs> um, but, yeah, didn't – I was glad to leave after the three days. Would do it way differently next time, like I said. There is a beautiful part of Ibiza and, like, on the other side of the island and you would need a car and stuff and, like, you could do it like that. But I'm glad I did it like that. That was, like, my partying – done and dusted next up was Mallorca which was one of my favorite moments because I saw Charlie we crossed over for one night and everyone was like why aren't you why aren't you seeing her in France like she was traveling as well so and also where I was in France it's like a six hour car ride to where she lived so yeah anyway so I saw her in Mallorca her and Josh in Mallorca for one night they were there for the weekend this was their last night they'd been there for a couple of days before and mind you, I'd just come from my visa. I was so hungover. The girls were dead. And we were staying in Palma, which is like the town. And Charlie was staying like 30 minutes away or 40 minutes away. So we were meeting somewhere kind of in the midi- in the middle at Nikki Beach Club. And I was like, the only person I'm pulling myself together for right now is Charlie. If it was anyone else, I would not be going. But pull myself together. The girls were dead. They were not coming. Our Airbnb... The Airbnb guy actually drove me there, which, I mean, he was, like, trustworthy and stuff, but, like, he was, like, I'll give you a lift there. He drove me there and picked me up. I was, like, what a go, because, like, I was kind of scared to, like, go by myself. Anyway, I got there. Seeing Charlie and Josh, like, that was, like, a highlight of the trip. Like, that was the best day, like, afternoon and night. Like, honestly, seeing them just felt like home. I hadn't seen Charlie for so long. We just spoke about like so much stuff. Like I just, and Josh, I seen Josh as well. Like me, Charlie and Josh just used to have so much fun together. Like I love, like they're a couple that I can just hang out with all the time. It would never feel like a third wheel, never get sick of them. Like Josh is just like, is like one of the girls sometimes, loves a girl's chat. Like he's the best. So just seeing them was just exactly what I needed. It just, they felt like home. It was so good to see Charlie and yeah I can't fault that at all we stayed at Nikki Beach Club for a bit and it was was so funny so it was like us three and um as soon as Josh got up and like went to the bathroom we were leaving it's like a lot of UK people at 
at Nikki Beach Club. And this this guy came up to us. He's like, um, these two guys, like, you guys are fucking beautiful. Like, your eyes are so nice. I love the accent. You could tell they were from, like, I think, like, Manchester, I think. And, like, a very strong UK accent. They were like, <laughs> but then they go, not hit, like, not hitting on you or anything like your eyes are beautiful just like letting you know sorry my UK accent is not good he's like but like where's that big brown boy (laughs) and we were like what they were like the big brown boy that you were with where's he he's fucking beautiful where was he he's like two beautiful girls sitting with him like they were obsessed with Josh and then Josh comes back and we're like oh Josh this is you know this is Charlie's fiance they're like oh he is fucking beautiful mate anyway they were having a bromance it was so funny I was like I'm actually going to London like in a couple of days and he was like I'll take you out we'll go Nobu like it's <laughs> just so UK I was dying he's like he's like I'm gonna be a plus one to their wedding I'm coming to Australia like it was just so funny like we we're just having like it was just hilarious me Josh and Charlie were like pissing ourselves anyway if you're listening to this to the UK boy I actually forget your name but See you at the wedding. Um, And then we went to dinner after that to this like really nice restaurant. We just found it as we're walking. Um, It's on my highlights on Instagram. I don't remember what it's called, but you can go check it out. And then in Mallorca, so I left Charlie and Josh, which is really sad. And I miss her already, but I'm seeing her on Saturday. I'm so excited. Yeah, we in Mallorca were only there for three nights and it was so beautiful I'm not going to lie, it's not really what I expected. Like, it is gorgeous. Like, Palma is, like, the town and it's really nice. But it's, like, the beautiful beaches and stuff are kind of over the other side of the island, which is, like, Cala de Or, Cala Moro, like, those kind of areas, which we had a car. Definitely get a car in Mallorca. Like, you need a car. The island is huge. And we, it was, like, an hour's drive to Cala de Or, that beautiful, like, where all the nice, like, with the, like, beautiful beaches with the like beautiful water and everything so we drove there for a day trip it was stunning um but it's very busy and all that kind of stuff so just be aware of that but yeah I would probably stay over that side of the island if I was to go back um because there is a lot over there to do as well but I would only stay there for a couple of days but yeah I did love Mallorca to end the trip went to London I was going to extend my trip, but after Ibiza, I was like, I kind of need to get home. But like, I could have traveled for so much longer. I really wanted to go back to the south of France. Like I was like determined to go back to the south of France. So I was going to meet Liv there because she was going to the south of France because she was traveling for a bit longer than me. But after Ibiza, I was like, I feel like I need to go home <laughs> and just like regroup. Um, so London, I loved London. We stayed in Notting Hill, stayed on Portobello Road in Notting Hill, which is like the best location cutest airbnb and i love joe and the juice i know that is so like australian of me like so like okay there's better places but i love joe and the juice and the australian ones have closed down like i know we had them in sydney we had one at the airport and one in the city we also had one on bondi beach and i never went there which is i was so stupid but they're all closed down in australia so i'm so sad about that because all i've been craving since i got back is a tuna cutter like, that's all I want. And it's all over my TikTok. And I'm sure it's all over everyone else's TikTok. They're as good as everyone says. So, upset about that. It's what I miss most from London. <laughs> but the food in London is incredible. Did not have a bad dinner. Go into my London highlights. Like, they, like everywhere we ate was insane. Loved Notting Hill. Could see myself living there for a little bit. Um, did 
all the shopping. Like, you just walk everywhere in London. It's so cool. We walked through Hyde Park. We went to um, Knightsbridge, which is, like, where all the shopping is, which is where I got my Celine sunglasses. Oh, my God, I was so excited about that. If you hadn't seen my YouTube video, those Celine sunglasses that is, like, all over TikTok and Instagram, they've been sold out everywhere. I found them in Harrods in London, and I was so happy about it. But, yeah, I loved London all up, like could have stayed for longer I wanted to extend and do solo there like I could definitely go a solo trip there which could be going back to London soon I don't know who knows maybe we'll stay tuned the month like was just such a perfect amount of time like we were all kind of ready to go home not that we're like re- like wanting to go home like we're all so upset that we're going home but we're also like ready like we just like we just had the best trip overall. I went with the best girl. Shout out to Soph, Sam and Lana. Like we were just, we had uh, like no fights, no nothing. We we're all kind of like on the same wavelength with the trip we wanted. Like if someone wanted to go do their own thing, go for a walk by themselves, like regroup. There was no weirdness about it. Like we, if you do your own thing or do stuff together, like it was just the best trip we had so much fun. So many moments I will not speak about in the podcast, but you know, met some amazing people on my trip in Europe, met some very cute boys. Um, and yeah, it was just like the best Euro summer trip. It was a very girls trip, which I loved. Like we were just like, had the most fun together. So if you haven't, if you want to like more in depth or want to see all the places that I'm talking about, go watch my YouTube videos. I'll leave it in the show notes. I've logged everything and I'm so glad that I did. Like I'm so, so happy. But, um, that was my Europe trip all up. I'm sure I'm missing some stuff, but I like wrote down heaps of notes and stuff. So you guys, just to like some, obviously there's so much more that happened, but I didn't want this to like ramble on. And you guys are probably overhearing about Euro summers and all that kind of stuff. Like we're in September now, like let's just get over it. Anyway, back in Sydney, being back for a month and I'm loving being back home. Honestly though, the first couple of weeks, oh, jet lag actually killed me. Like that rocked my socks off for like, a good week and a half I was a shell of a human I could not sleep I had insomnia at night I was waking up at 2 p.m in the day like I just felt like I was not living like I was I was just like going through the motions like I did not feel like a human so that's one thing that I will say did not get jet lag on the way over there beat it but on the way back it rocked me and it rocked me for a while and I was sick as well so that wasn't fun and Mentally wasn't that great coming back from Europe, to be honest. Like, I I feel like everyone has, like, a bit of, a, like, a... You just, like, question your whole life when you come back because you just have all these amazing experiences. And it's like, I don't want to just come back to, like, my life. And I love my life. Like, I... I us girls were saying, how lucky are we that we can say we're excited to go home? Like, we have a life that we do miss. So, like, I was so happy to, like, get back into routine and all that, get back into my home, see Tegan, see my family, like, so happy for all of that. But, like, it just makes you think, like, how much more there is out there to do. Like, I just have this, like, fire in me now to, like, go experience more things. Charlie and I are going to do an episode in a couple of weeks on life direction and pivoting and, and job satisfaction and that kind of thing. Like, just to touch on that in your 20s because I think it's such an important conversation and we'll definitely delve into it and Charlie had a real in-depth chat about it and we're really on the same page about it so we're definitely going to do a little podcast on that but I have been talking for way too long I'm losing my voice and I am going to get my skin 
checked, um, a three-month checkup because I have a little um, spot on my face that I got checked before I went to Europe. She said it was probably nothing to worry about but to come back in three months just to double check. So I'm going to do that now. And also I'm redoing my whole living room, which has been so much fun. That's I'm going to finish it over the weekend. Shout out to James Lane. I've got all their furniture for my living room. It's literally like, oh, it just makes me so happy. I needed a refresh when I came back from Europe. That was one thing I was like, I either need to like, we need to move out and like get a new place or I need to like revamp our place because like I need a fresh scenery because I'm like working from home all the time. So it was like the perfect timing. I'm working with James Lane. I'm vlogging all of it, like the whole like transformation of my living room all the pieces that I'm getting so shout out to James Lane because it actually happened from this podcast they reached out after Alex and I spoke when she was on one time about like brands we would love to work with so thank you to James Lane um honestly best furniture if you guys need any anything to do with your home furniture um please go in there they're having sales all the time too so go follow them on Instagram I also leave their this isn't sponsored, but like I just love all their furniture and follow my Instagram and YouTube and TikTok for all like the pieces that I'm getting. So yeah, that's coming up, but I'm going to stop talking. I've been talking for way too long. Sorry that there's no pep talk this week. I thought I will wait until Charlie's back and we can do it together. We're going to be in person and I'm so, so, so excited. So also please message Charlie and tell her how much you can't wait to have her back on the podcast because she has some imposter syndrome sometimes. But thank you guys so much for being patient with us getting an episode out and I'm so, so happy to be back. Okay, have a lovely weekend if this is coming out on the weekend or have a lovely week and we will talk to you next week. Bye.